Hey there, educational rock stars. Are you feeling overwhelmed with lesson planning for your English language learners? Well, I've got some exciting news for you. Introducing our upcoming free webinar, Simplify Your Approach, Three Time-Saving Routines for ELL Success. Join me for a power-packed 45 minutes that's set to revolutionize your teaching strategy. In this webinar, we'll dive into three practical, easy-to-implement routines that will not only enhance your ELL teaching methods, but also save you hours of planning time. Yes, hours. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, these insights are tailored to help everyone make the most of their teaching time. Plus, you'll leave this webinar ready to implement these routines the next day. So mark your calendars for our two upcoming dates. I don't want you to miss this opportunity to transform your ELL lesson planning. To reserve your spot, simply sign up at www.equippingells.com slash routines. Trust me, your future self will thank you for it. I'll see you at the webinar. Teaching ELL students is a privilege and a joy. Is it easy? No way. But with the right support, you can feel empowered to tackle each day with ease and confidence. I'm your host, Beth Boucher, founder of Inspiring Young Learners. With over 10 years of teaching both nationally and internationally, I know what it takes to ensure that your ELL students have what they need to thrive today, tomorrow, and for life. I'm on a mission to empower you to equip your English language learners. Welcome to Equipping ELLs. Let's get to today's episode. You are listening to episode 29 of the Equipping ELLs podcast. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Equipping ELLs. We are in episode 5 of our summer series called Successively Setting Up for the School Year This Summer. Each week, we will walk through the foundations to getting set up now so you can start the year ready to go. These podcast episodes are going to be short on time, but big on action so that you can spend just a little time making a big impact on getting ready for next year. If you've missed the previous episodes of this series, you can go back to episode 25 and start there. Are you ready? Let's dive in. This week, we are going to zoom in and focus on what materials you need to have set up for your newcomer students to successfully start the school year. Now, in the past, if you have not taught newcomers and are not planning on teaching newcomers, you might be tempted to skip this episode, but I encourage you not to do it. Every year, the U.S. is receiving more and more multilingual learners for a variety of reasons, and so there's a good chance that you will begin seeing an increase of newcomers if you haven't yet. Being prepared to support non-English speaking students is one of the most important things to do to set them off on the right foot. If you haven't listened to episode seven yet, I want to encourage you after this to go and listen to episode seven, where you will hear the firsthand story of a friend of mine who came to the United States at age 16 and his experience of what it was like entering the school as a newcomer. You will not want to miss that episode. Let's take a look at what materials are crucial to have set up for your newcomer students to use during the first few days of school. 
And this is important because those first few days are so critical to their educational journey. Yes, even if you have nothing ready, they're still going to learn eventually. But imagine the difference if in those first couple days, you're there greeting them with a smile, having materials that are appropriate for them, all ready to go. How is that going to make them feel? They're going to feel welcomed. They're going to feel that they're in a safe place. They're going to feel cared for all through just a few simple steps. So the absolute most important thing that you can have prepared for your newcomer students are survival flashcards. Survival flashcards are flashcards of things that are going to help them get acclimated to the classroom and to the school building. If you think about going to school in another country where you do not know any of the language, think about what would be the most helpful for you. Things like teacher, students, bathroom, lunchroom, principal, all of these key words that will help them are called survival flashcards. Phrases like, I'm lost, can you help me? Even if they aren't able to speak that yet, if they have these survival flashcards with them as they move to different classrooms or as they move from the lunchroom to back to your classroom, there's transition times that can be very overwhelming and scary for newcomers. If they have these flashcards with them, they can use that to ask for help, even if they don't know how to speak it. Thinking through and having survival flashcards is really critical for your students to have at the beginning. You could maybe walk around the school with them and take pictures of different areas in the school as you tell them the words and then print them and put them on flashcards. You might want to add a QR code to those flashcards so that they can take them home. They can listen to the word read in English and practice. You could have, if you have a large population of one language, you might want to consider translating those flashcards. And so for your newcomers who are able to read in their native language, that might be able to help them understand the words easier. So those are just a few tips of what you can do to create survival flashcards. Now, you know, if you've listened to any of these previous podcast episodes of the series, I have these provided for you. So you can find these in this week's folder of a set of survival flashcards where you'll see some key phrases, key vocabulary words of words in the school, in the classroom, and then also some key verbs that they might be hearing consistently in the homeroom classroom, like write, read, those types of things. So you can download those from your folder or you can sign up with the link in the show notes. Hey teachers, I'm interrupting this episode to ask you a quick question. How different would your life be if you could confidently plan effective and engaging lessons for your yellow students in a fraction of the time? I created my membership equipping ELLs to do just that. When you join, you gain instant access to the exact resources you need, proven and prepped for you, plus a supportive private community of like-minded educators. Join us today at www.equippingells.com. Now back to the episode. The 
The next material that you can set up for your newcomers is to have an English picture dictionary. And there's a few different ways you can do this. So let's talk about what would make a good English picture dictionary. One way would be to provide them with an English picture dictionary that is either just in English, or if you have one that is multilingual, one that is in English and their native language, that would be great. So having something prepared beforehand that has all the pictures, the words in either just English or in English and their native language, having that prepared and ready for them. That's something they can look through. They can pull out different pictures, talk about them or ask about them, or you can point to them and tell them what the word means. So it's really a great resource or tool for you and your student and for anybody who's working with the student. So you might want to separate that English picture dictionary by different categories, you know, so things like feelings or people in school or materials in the classroom, things like that. Just having a word bank essentially with pictures that will help them be able to point to something to communicate or will allow the teacher to point and then share what that word is. The other way you could do an English picture dictionary is to provide a blank dictionary and then have them use that throughout the year to build upon and to create their own dictionary. And so you'll find this in your in the freebie for this week. There's an English picture dictionary included, and you can just cut out little pictures that they can stick in there themselves. That might be an opportunity to go through the alphabet and talk about, you know, the beginning sound of the new vocabulary word that you're learning that week as they glue it into their dictionary. So that's a way as well that you can just use that picture dictionary for them to really take ownership and build on it throughout the year as they learn new vocabulary words. Again, what's critical here is having pictures. So with those students, you want to make sure that they're not just writing words into their dictionary, but that you have a picture that goes along with it so that they can refer back to their dictionary as a resource and to grow in their vocabulary. All right, the third suggestion of material that would be great to have set up for your newcomers would be having language-appropriate activities. So think about back to school. If you are a second grade homeroom teacher and, you know, you get all these icebreaker materials ready at the beginning of the year and all of these different getting to know you activities. And think about if you have a newcomer, how is that, how, what kind of activity, activities are you going to use with that student? Because a lot of times those icebreaker activities or the getting to know you ones, they might put that student on the spot. They might not know how to respond. They might not understand what's going on. And so it's really important that when our newcomers enter our classrooms, that they aren't given the materials that are not appropriate for them, things that are going to make them just very overwhelmed. And so you want to find some appropriate activities that they can do, things like drawing, draw about yourself, draw about your family, color in this page that has a picture of second grade on it and, you know, draw a few of your favorite things. You could give them a picture that has vocabulary that's highlighted and maybe they have to trace the vocabulary words or they have to copy the vocabulary words and then color it in. Those types of things that are just really meant to make them feel comfortable in your classroom are crucial for the beginning of the year. And really, I want to encourage you to look at the activities 
If you're an ESL teacher, really encourage the homeroom teachers to keep in mind the activities that they're doing with their students at the beginning of the year. And if it is putting a newcomer on the spot when they are not ready and prepared for that. So we want to avoid that. We want to avoid them feeling embarrassed or fearful of being in the classroom because they're worried about having to speak in front of their peers. So you really want to look at different language appropriate activities. And you'll find a bunch inside the freebie for this week. The next suggestion of materials you could have available are QR code name tags. You could do this for all your students. You don't want to just sing, single out one student who you know, might have a name that's harder to pronounce. So you want to do this for all your students. But have this name tag that the students could wear for the first couple of days of school it's really important that the PE teacher, the music teacher, the art teacher, the teachers that are outside at recess, that they know the student, they know that student's name and how to correctly pronounce it. And that they're also aware that the student is a newcomer and just to keep an eye on that student, you know, in those transition times where it can get very overwhelming for newcomers when they don't have the teacher near them. When they're moving from recess to lunch or from lunch back to the classroom. So having all the teachers aware of the newcomer students and also just giving them all the opportunity to get to know that student and pronounce that student's name correctly. So having a, a name tag with a QR code spot, have the student say their name and record it in a voice recorder and then put it on their name tag. And so that's a wonderful way for all teachers to be able to listen and practice how to authentically say that student's name. And then the last thing that you can get set up for your newcomers is some sort of communication system for talking with the parents if they're native in their native language, if that's what's needed. And so have already in mind, if your district doesn't have something set up, this is a great time to talk to them about that and say, what are we going to do to make sure that our parents, all of our parents feel welcomed and are understanding what we're doing in the classroom to support their students? So this might be setting up the app talking points. And I, again, I really encourage you to talk to your administrator, talk to their teachers. This should be something that's done in your whole school, not just on you. But having that set up, using talking points, using Remind, having a system where the newsletter is automatically translated, things like that, getting those things set up now so that you can build that relationship and build that connection with the parents who may not speak English right from the start and that the parents understand that you're going to do what you can to communicate with them and to keep them informed of what's going on during the school year. Your challenge for this week is to set up your newcomer welcome folder. You will find that in your freebie Google Drive folder. If you haven't signed up for that yet, click the link in the show notes and you will get access to all the weeks, each of the week's materials of the series that will help you get set up for a successful school year. So you can go and check it out. There's a bunch of different materials that you can download, print, and I recommend putting them in a folder. You know, think about how many newcomers do you usually welcome a year? Think of how awesome it will feel if you have 10 newcomer folders already ready before the school year starts so that at any time during the school year, when you receive a newcomer, you're already set and ready to go for the first couple weeks. 
that is going to help your transition be really smooth and it's going to help that student really transition well into the school. Go check that out, download it, get that set up. And if you want more than just materials for the first few weeks, you do not want to miss out on joining my membership equipping ELLs. Inside, you'll get all the monthly lesson plans plus resources to literally just print and teach for both newcomers and intermediates for the entire year. Our newcomer units run from, there's seven different units, over thousands of pages of materials and activities, lesson plans that are all ready for you. So whether you teach younger ELLs or older ELLs, there are different resources in there that will help make it a breeze and more importantly, really an enjoyable experience. Because working with newcomers, if you are new to working with newcomers, you are you will see that it is such a joy and privilege to get to work with these incredible students. So let me help make that easier for you and provide you with all the resources so you can show up and enjoy working with those students without that dreading feeling of figuring out what you're supposed to teach. We give it all to you inside of Equipping ELLs. You can find out more at www.equippingells.com or click the link in the show notes. All right, we have one more episode to come of the summer series. Join me next week where I will be sharing about how to get set up for intermediate ELL materials. I'll see you then. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes. If you're looking for even more support and done-for-you resources created specifically for the needs of ELLs, head to inspiringyounglearners.com. I'll catch you here next week. Until then, take that next step to keep equipping your ELLs.